Ladies and gentlemen, you are now clear to hear Sky Lounge, the podcast. Sky Lounge. Uh, these are your hosts speaking. Hey everybody, welcome to Sky Lounge, the podcast. Podcast where two travel nuts discuss everything from the time when you arrive at the airport to the time when the plane leaves the ground. We're here to demystify the airport travel experience. As always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Air Travel himself, Ty Piazza. What's up, buddy? Hey, RJ. How are you? Doing pretty good. I, you know. uh, I'm super excited about this podcast, now that you've asked me, of course. Uh, yeah. This is a, an opportunity for us to both learn something, like, like learn, learn something. Learn, learn. Yes. It's not often that we get to educate ourselves in something, Ty. It, well, I mean, I feel like I know everything about this, but this is one that, you know what, we're going to have to call in the experts. That's for sure. Yeah. So today we're going we're gonna to step a little tiny bit aside from airports. We're going to talk about, it's kind of two things. Two things all kind of wrapped up in one. The first one is flight simulators. Uh, so we have, uh, our guest today is, uh, into the flight simulation game and also, and these are probably connected a little bit, uh, acquiring your private pilot. What goes into that, uh, becoming like an amateur slash, I don't know, maybe he wants to be a professional pilot. Uh, our guest today is my old pal, Michael Creed coming all the way from Boston, Massachusetts. What's up, buddy? It's good to see you guys. Good to see you too. Michael Creed, you and I go way back. How do we know each other? Uh, well, I guess it all started in high school. Uh, yeah. But I think our friendship and love truly blossomed uh, over love of music. Yes. Uh, Michael and, so, and I were in the fir- my first band. Were you, yeah. in a, you were in a band before. We I, was in, I was in a few bands before that, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we all had terrible names. High School Hero was the big one that I was in. Oh, yeah, you were in High School Hero. That was an oh, epic yeah. name. That's, they were kind of like, you guys were like punk poppy. Pop kinda. punk, absolutely. Yeah. The name didn't give it away. <laughs> Michael Creed's an amazing guitarist. All right. Yeah. That's true. Nice. This is why, uh, hence the, uh, the guitar in the background. We like it. Yeah, That's there's a right. guitar hanging on. That's right. Yeah, no, but then RJ and I, we uh, we had our band. You know, we started off as two of a kind. Oh. We played what? <laughs> we played a little coffee shop every su- Sunday or Saturday for a free Saturday, coffee. Yeah. yeah, we got free coffee. Okay. Yeah, and we grew our band. We eventually had we seven did. people in our band, but we kept we, the name two of a kind. We, we had a time. violin player at one point. We did. We had a fiddle. Yeah. So are you guys... Yeah. Just doing covers or writing your own stuff back in the day? We were covering. Mostly right. covers. Mostly oh, covered. Nice. And a Christmas show here or there. Oh. Yeah, we had a couple Christmas shows. Ty, you would have loved it. I mean, if all if there was no entry fee, I'm there. I mean, like, <laughs> like buying coffee for myself is enough. Not not to mention. so No entry right. fee. No, no entry fee. Fair. That's good. Of course. That's good. High quality. Uh, we like to start every podcast with a little bit of a news story. This news story uh, comes from Engadget.com. I guess they're, uh, I assume, Gadget blog. Sounds reputable. Uh, it, and it kind of goes with today's theme. Um, Airbus, the company, is they announced that they are testing a pilot assist feature called Dragonfly. 
And I guess it's the same type of technology that um, self-driving cars use, where it has like the camera type thing, except this one's a little bit more extensive. Apparently it can, uh, it can auto land. It can search out runways nearby. Uh, it can communicate with air traffic control. And once it's on the ground, it can even taxi the plane, which is kind of awesome. And it's all just a, a safety measure in case uh, an air, in case a pilot is like becomes incapacitated or whatever. Okay. Um, I think it's actually for the AI to take over and then drive all the planes into the ground. Oh, Thoughts, wow. boys? Thoughts? Oh, well, I, that sounds like the, the beginning to an excellent horror movie. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, so are we going to say that like half the planes are going to like be autonomous and then the other half are going to be piloted like we're going to have on the roads? I mean, it sounds kind of like eventually you could get to a place where planes don't need pilots necessarily. Kind of like trains a lot of times now don't have someone piloting them. So how I'm sure so I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit, but the one thing that I've learned recently is how little pilots are flying at the moment. Mm. The amount of autopilot that's used, for example, I have a I have a flight on my sim going on right now, and I, yes. you know, I'm flying about 400 nautical miles, and it's going to do most of it just by autopilot. So that's already happening. The taxiing and talking to ATC that's pretty awesome. Wait, you're currently flying on your flight simulator. I in your have, office. In my office. I Where are we have, going? Where are you taking us right now? We. Yeah, we started off at uh, Wilkes Bar Scranton Airport, KAVP. Okay. And we are heading all the way up to Bangor, Maine. Okay. Why? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, so many questions. What's Let me, the... I have I have a really important question to begin okay, with. Okay, right? okay, okay, okay. So, okay. so Creed, if you don't mind me calling you by your last name, please, please do. I insist. Do Do you have an OnlyFans for this operation? Because. <laughs> Because it has to be people oh, that are interested to like watch you fly a simulated airplane. I mean, that has to be a thing, right? You know, I've not considered the OnlyFans route. I would probably be more accustomed to something like a Twitch, but you know, okay, people are people are fans of everything. Yeah, maybe right. strip down and fly plane. I don't know. Yeah. It's not out of the question. Yeah, I mean, you're... shirtless <laughs> flight simulation sounds yeah, pretty absolutely. good. Well, now that we have that out of the way, RJ, continue <laughs> yeah. with your line of questioning. No, I, I'm. Um, I mean. We have, I have so many questions. Uh, first, my first question is: Do you use what do you what program do you use? Are you is it Microsoft Flight Simulator? Because when I it, was in like eighth grade, I had Flight Sim two thousand. Oh yeah, had the little mini setup where it was a yoke, yep. and uh, two knobs and yep. pedals, and that was yes. it. Oh, you, That's all you I had, had the pedals. It was yeah. Oh, I was into this dude I absolutely was, i would go upstairs i would get home from swim practice i would go upstairs i would the the starting airport on microsoft flight simulator i don't know if it still is or not but at the time was somewhere in chicago it was like chicago yep. midway or something yep and i would take off and i would fly somewhere and uh then i would you know i would take off fly and then put it on autopilot to go eat dinner mm. <laughs> and then have to leave dinner because I needed to go back upstairs because I'm on my way somewhere and had to land. Well, yeah, you're in the middle of a flight, sure. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm using I'm using Microsoft Flight Simulator. I also, I have, there's the other competitor for that. It's called X-Plane. 
they just came out with an X-Plane 12, uh, which I've gotten into a little bit. But, you know, I got I had a buddy build the PC for me to, to run it. And if you really want the good graphics and you want to get that picturesque, you know, scenery, if you want to fly over Yosemite or the Grand Canyon or something, uh, Microsoft Simulator is hands down way better for that. And from what I understand, this is like crazy detailed now, right? Like you can, is it like real time detailed now? It, like it's it's simul it's a sort of it's simulated detail. It's real time in that the weather is real time. Oh, so cool. when uh, there's a hurricane off the coast of Florida, I took a little Cessna and flew it through the hurricane, not successfully, but I flew it of into course the hurricane. Mm. Um. But you can see animals running on the ground and you can actually what? fly. Up. It, I, I guess it renders, it must render from Google Maps because I flew over my parents' house and there's their car sitting in the driveway where what? they would park. Whoa. It's now, wild. I'm like, I like want you to fly over my house right now and see what you see. I'll, you know, shoot me an address. I'll send it over. I'll take a I picture. Will, I will. I will. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm already confused. So while we'll, we'll Pete. Let's start with my own knowledge of the situation, right? So, like, let's get this out of the way real quick and also say that Ty is the most analog, yes. least like a smartphone, <laughs> even though he has two because of work and whatever. He doesn't know this is this is way above his yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah. This is we're way we're way outside of the boundaries here. But like okay, my, my okay. two reference points, Creed, are Duck Hunt and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, it's more akin to Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, all right, all right. So now, okay. <laughs> So now we're on the the vein of like, you know, pleasure cruise in the sky or if I'm just like learning, right? So I, I'm doing yeah. this recreationally, not for the purposes of actually, I mean, I know we're going to get to your actual flying, but like if yeah. I wasn't, you know, looking to actually fly, this is just something I do to like, it's interesting. Like you said, mm -hmm. the graphics are cool. I can explore. It's more in that that sort of vein of just having fun recreationally. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So the nice thing about the flight sim is you can really use it for, uh, like, like you said, just recre recreationally flying around, looking at old houses, going to see the Statue of Liberty. You can definitely do that. Okay. But the planes are so detailed and the equipment that's on the planes is so detailed. Okay. And sort of the navigation aids that exist within the universe are so true to life that you can have what they call study level interactions with some of these planes. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. 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 Got it. Got so, it. Yeah. So for, for, for example, right now I'm flying up, I think this is a, it's called a Cessna 208 caravan. It's like a 10 seater caravan and, uh, the GPS units that are on it, it's called the Garmin G1000, which you'll find in most modern, uh, especially piston planes and a few jets too. But, uh, all the buttons work just like they would in real life. You have to scroll knobs to put in your letters. You have to look up weather on different websites to sort of plan a route. So there are very interactive, very learning practice level cap uh, capacities in Microsoft Flight Sim. Interesting. So is there, are there other airplanes in the sky? Do you have to worry about that? Or are you alone in the world? Yeah. So I have. I mean, if we want to get into sort of what you can do outside of it too, it's really interesting. Yeah, so please. I, I have live traffic turned on. Um, and so it's, it's mostly players in, in the game that are, have their live traffic turned on too, but you can also see some of the actual planes that are flying around right now. They often render as just generic planes and it definitely doesn't capture near all of what's going on. Um, but 
within Microsoft Flight Sim, there is a programmed ATC that you have to talk to. And it's mm. you, you don't actually talk to him. You actually just click a button to say that you understand. Or like it says, okay, go from flight level 5,000 to 7,000. You, you hit a button that says you understand. But there exists this entire universe. And the one that I use is called VatSim. It, it is run specifically by hobbyists, usually pilots in their off time or people who want to get into it. And it is a virtual ATC world. There are people who will station themselves. They could be, for example, here in Boston, but they want to control, say, I don't know, San Francisco's airport. If they control our hometown, Louisville, Kentucky, they control their airport. And they will sit there and monitor all of the virtual pilots, like myself, who want to go from, say, Louisville to Indianapolis. I've done that a few times. And they will control the taxiing. They will control the flight path. They will control your Whoa. level. And you talk to them using the real ATC lingo. So that's another level of practice that you can get because a lot, what a lot of pilots say, especially when they start off getting their private license, is that talking to ATC is one of the most nerve-wracking things you do because it's foreign to everybody. It's, yeah. it's something new. It's an interactive. Yeah. And it's, it's actually talking to a person that you could piss off or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and so they can control you. I understand the like, I understand because I used to do it and the flight simulator part of it where, mm -hmm. because that's like fun. You get this kind of fantasy experience of having no training and being able to fly an airplane. That's like pretty cool. But I, this is blowing my mind a little bit that there are people who are simulating working at control towers. Absolutely. And yeah, just one. I mean, I guess if you want to work in that field, it's good practice maybe. Absolutely. Otherwise, I'm not sure why you would do that. So, I, so, okay. So again, me confused, but I think I'm keeping up enough to know what would be <laughs> helpful for me is to like, can we walk through a simulated like exercise? Right. So like, yeah, let's, let's pick, let's good pick idea. like, I don't know, <laughs> maybe even the simulation that you're on right now. So like, yeah. okay. so you, you're, you're home from work, right? And you're like, okay, I want to do this thing. I hit record on OnlyFans and now we're going, right? <laughs> So like yeah, let's, let's start it off from like how do we begin this process and then and then we we ultimately we'll get up in the air and then we'll autopilot it but like what's that sort of sequence of like do I select my airplane do I say this is my weather yeah. conditions like how do we yeah. how are we build is it like universe? the beginning of cruising USA where you get to like exactly. paint the plane what happens yeah. is yes, there yes, music yeah. oh amazing amazing yeah so so let me let me tell you why I'm flying from Scranton to Bangor. Let's start yeah. there. Right. Cause that's not a normal flight people would no. take. Like it's not pretty. So in addition to, uh, the online ATC to the flight simulator, I'm also playing this. It, it's an add on game, uh, called on air company where I am running my own airline mm -hmm. and you can trade planes with people. You fly for money. Um, you have certain flights that you have to take and certain passengers or cargo that you have to take and every flight that you get or that you do, you earn money for that, which means that you can buy new planes and go fly new planes. So for example, right now I'm taking like eight passengers from Scranton to, um, up to Bangor. Maine. So that's why I'm flying that. So I'm going to, I'm going to get virtual money for, for oh, doing, so for it's doing like, this. it's like career mode. On, it's it's, like, it's exactly like career mode. Oh, okay. My airline is called Air Force Fun. Um, hmm. I thought that was 
No. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. So so I okay, so let's say that I want to I want to make that flight. I've got my route picked out, right? Yeah. I know my I know where I'm starting, I know where I'm landing. So then there are great websites. Sky Vector is a great one. Simbrief is a great one where you will put in where you're starting, where you're going, what you're flying, and it will populate a route for you. And routes in the air are just like routes on a street. You have to fly to this point and it's going to turn right. And you're going to fly to this next part, which is 100 miles away, and it's going to turn left. Now, what, real quick, for people who yeah. might not understand, uh, including me, why... And this probably gets into a little bit of your private pilot training, because sure. I'm sure the answer is the same. But why is that? Why can you not, other than the obvious, there's other planes in the air, but like yep. in this game, why can't you just take off, have a point that you're like aiming to and just kind of go? Yeah, so you absolutely can. So there's two different types of flying. There's VFR flying and IFR flying. So VFR flying, uh, you fly below, I think it's 11,000 feet. You can only fly in clear conditions. Um, and the wind has to be, you know, under certain parts. But then there's IFR, and that's what I've been doing. And IFR is you fly along what are called Victor Airways. And airway is a defined lane, essentially a road, but it's in the sky, between two points. And they have them laid out such that, say, there's a mountain or there's some sort of obstacle or you can't go through a certain airspace because it's restricted. These airways are designed such that you will fly around or miss or uh, not get in yourself to any trouble while you're flying. But you, uh, in, the, in the sim, you absolutely can just fly point A to point B and, right, right, right. and, and that'd be done. But I like to do a little bit of the, the realism part in it. Yeah. Plan, or, plan around. So that's the reason that I'm doing it. Okay. Okay, cool. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but that, I, I was, it was interesting. That's an interesting detail that you mentioned. And it seems like a lot of extra work in order to yeah. play, in order to do the flight simulator. So, mm -hmm. and it, yeah. I guess if you're training for real piloting, it, it sounds important and interesting and good practice. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah. So, you're always, ha I mean, regardless of, I guess, whatever anyone's flying, you have to plan a route. But like, you know, commercially, right, you've, you, it looks like you're kind of going from point A to point B. If there's mm -hmm. weather or there's, you know, I don't know, some restricted somewhere, you'll, you'll kind of see it jog back and forth. But in general, you're not making lefts and rights and all that stuff. So in the way that there's these highways, there's highways at different elevations as well. Yep. Yep. So there's low altitude highways or airways, low altitude airways and high altitude airways. And so with single engine piston, which is what I'm flying mostly in, in the sim, it's usually, it's around 11,000 to 7,000 feet. I'm generally stuck between. Okay. But then your, your high altitude airways, which the jets are flying, it's usually you know, 32,000, 36,000, something like that. Okay. So you can, uh, I'll get an alert when there's a, a plane nearby and I can swivel my camera up and I see a plane fly right over. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's very cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, that answers that that question. I mean, it's alluding to thousands of other questions I have, but that's that's uh that's interesting. All right. So we're 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 we kind of we're starting to plan our our route. Yep. Right. Yep. So talk talk us through. You know, you've already selected the airplane, though. I know RJ mm -hmm. mentioned like, hey, can we paint it? Can we make a different? You know, you configurations like let's start like that piece. So if you're in a simulator, right, you can choose anything from a very small plane to like a commercial yep. plane. Absolutely. So you, anywhere from a little single engine Cessna 
to a 747. You know, you, you can fly either of them and, and the inside the cockpit, the details are, are true to life. And, you know, you can see there's great videos on YouTube of, you know, a 747 pilot will, you know, log into flight sim, look around the cockpit, start doing everything, get flying without even, you know, had, having done anything in the sim previously because it's so true to life. Whoa. Um, yeah. So let's say that I've chosen my Cessna now. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I'm in the, I'm in the game. I've loaded it. I've, I've set my desk, my, um, destination as Bangor and I'm starting at Scranton. So I'm going to file through VATSIM. I'm going to file a flight plan, just like you would in real life. You have to file which way you're going um, and how you're going to get there and what flight level you're going to be at. You have to file all that beforehand. Okay. Do you do that? Now, it, this is a, again, this is probably more of a private pilot question, but like when you file a flight plan, do you do that right before you take off, like on the internet? Like how do you actually file the fight, flight plan? You could do it on the internet. You could do it at the airport. There's multiple ways that you can do it. I think you can even call it in, but um, I think most people just do. There's an app that a lot of uh, pilots use that, that called ForeFlight, which maps everything out for you. It gives you all gotcha. way too much information that you could ever want. And, and that is it, just to log in case anything were to go awry or, or whatever, just so there's a yeah. record of where you said you were going to go. Not only that, it gives ATC the ability to plan and like in the future, if they, you know this guy's coming this way, well, we have somebody else who's going to be there. We know to watch out for them to make sure gotcha. that they're a safe distance apart. If we have to vector them, you know, apart from each other. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. Okay, you filed. Not, you filed yeah. your plan. Mm -hmm. And so I'm loading up. I'm in the plane. I'm sitting on the uh, the tarmac. I've requested uh, my. Uh, oh, okay. Well, then that's when I start talking to ATC. It's like, hey, you know, plane well, number. I'm right now. I'm in. 7-7 Quebec, you know, with you know, ready to taxi IFR to Bangor, just mm -hmm. something really short. And then they'll come back and they'll either read you a route they want to go. They'll say you're cleared as filed, or they'll say pushback approved, taxi to runway 23 via Alpha Bravo Trump, you know, and you are responsible for knowing where to go in the, uh, in, in the simulator. The ATC is going to yell at you and they yelled at me many times. <laughs> So through the game, like, what's an example of that? What do you, like when I was, yeah, when I was first starting is a really embarrassing one. When I was first starting, uh, with the sim, learn what are called circuits. It's where you, you take off, you fly to a thousand feet, you turn left, you turn left, you turn left, then you land. So you're basically just flying a, it's called the pattern. You're flying a pattern, flying circles in the airport and you're practicing landing. You're practicing getting, you know, turning, making sure your heading is correct, practicing all that. Well, uh, it was probably my second flight where I was doing this, and um, I forget exactly what the air traffic controller told me to do. He wanted me to make a 360, which I it's now know you just turn 360, and you know he told me to do a couple other things that I had no idea what he was doing, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to talk to this guy, so I just logged off. It's like, I just can't handle this. So I just logged. I just, I just quit in the middle of the flights. I don't know. You, you could figure it out. Nice. But uh, yeah, you can cut people off, and you know they'll... If they, you, generally, if they get mad at you, they just make you turn circles before you land. Gotcha. Mm. That's like the ultimate insult. Just do a circle yeah, before like, you land. Yeah, just go do a circle. Oh, look at this guy. He's like... got two circles on his record. <laughs> he doesn't like me right now. <laughs> That's nice. amazing. Okay, right. so yeah. you, you called it in. You, you're ready to go. Uh, Taxi your, to the... What is yep. your setup like? Like before we get to you actually taking off or mm -hmm. whatever... Like, talk us through a little bit of what goes into a good, I assume you have a good flight sim setup. Do you have like the maximum you could get? 
No. At your oh, house? God. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. No, there are people who have mock-ups of whole entire cockpits uh, with giant screens around them. Basically, oh just, you know, entire rooms dedicated to this. So my, cool. set, my setup is pretty simple. It's, um, it's, it's a beginner setup, I would say, but I have what's called the, uh, the Turtle Beach Velocity 1 is my yoke that I use. So it's a combination yoke and throttle levers, uh, throttle, throttle quadrant on the uh, on, on the same unit so it's got the, the ability to you know fly and do all and it's got a trim wheel which is nice so you can set the trim of the airplane so you can uh not ascending or descending too much you can control that i got a pretty simple pc setup with one monitor um i have the thrustmaster foot pedals so i can do the rudders and the brakes uh which the the velocity one actually has triggers for that if you didn't want to get the pedals so you don't have to do that but I also have my favorite thing. It's called Track IR. It clips to the headset that I have. It, it's a little infrared clip. And so when I'm flying the plane, I have what looks like a camera sitting on top of my monitor. If I look to the right in my sim, the whole camera moves to the right. So if I want to come closer and, you know, and look at a dial, I just have to physically move my head closer. Or if I want to look out the window, I can just turn my head a little bit and I'm looking out the window. So you're not trying to adjust the camera too much you're just kind of looking wherever you want to go Jeez. it makes everything so seamless and it's if you're going to get into flight sim it's something i i would i couldn't recommend enough i need one of those for my zoom calls i'd really look they, like I, <laughs> i'm in the game at that point that's right that's pretty that's cool right. wow all right could you have like an oculus like would it would it work? oh absolutely would it work with mm -hmm. something like that that would be pretty cool it does, yeah. That, and I know a lot of people, uh, well, in the community that that do use that. So that's absolutely enough. That's cool. So is is there a piece of kit that you're like saving up for that you're yeah, like, what's hey, your I want white this. whale spot? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I th there's definitely an upgraded yoke that's uh, as opposed to. So my system was like 350, I think, for the yoke and the levers. Nice. Uh, oh, that's not bad at there, all. No, it's not. It's a great entry price, but you know it and. It, it's, it does everything you could want it to do, and it's customizable too, which is nice. So you can have quick keys for stuff. But yeah, there's some some yokes out there that uh, apparently feel like a little closer to the real thing. Um, the only downside about this setup is that it kind of sticks in the, like in the middle where it's supposed to be neutral. It's got a little bit of a catch. Oh. So, oh, God. But, our, but our, you, our, you can throw oh. that in the trash. <laughs> Jesus. Now, are there any oh. that like respond to weather or something? Like, if you hit turbulence, would it move in front of it's, you physically? You, I'm sure there are some with like some happy That'd feedback awesome. or something. That I'm sure there are. I, I oh. it, it would be it would it would be well, vibration in the yoke there. <laughs> there is it. I mean this this is but, dude. I don't know how you're not on OnlyFans. This would get people you can nuts. You can buy external GPS systems too that hook into uh, hook into the simulator. So if you want to feel like you're in a Cessna with a G1000, you can have a little G1000 sitting next to you that you program. It. Man, it just USB connects right into. My God, well, this is insane. So okay, I, so you yeah. Now you're going to get your your you're going to get your private pilot. When yes. you do, you have to go to like ground school and uh, whatever flight school. Flight yep. training. When you Absolutely. go, do you tell your instructor that you're also doing flight simulator? And so, is he like, uh, ooh, big shot. What kind of yoke yeah, you got? I, I don't think I'm going to because I don't want them to expect too much from me. Yeah, like, smart, oh, okay, maybe smart. maybe he knows a little bit. Yeah. I've, I've taken a discovery flight in the past, and this is I've always been into aviation. 
Uh, So about four years ago, uh, my now wife and I uh, took a discovery flight. And I'm not kidding. The guy that took us up was maybe the most hungover individual I've ever seen in my life. This is our flight instructor that we're going up with. And a discovery flight, just for for anyone who doesn't know, a discovery flight is like when you, what is it, like a hundred bucks or something. You pay to go for one flight and they basically explain the basics. They might let you steer the plane a little bit, pull back when you take off or whatever. But it's basically just like, if you want to fly in a Cessna for a little while, this is the way to go. You can absolutely do it. Ty, you did one, didn't you do one with your family to Catalina? No, so no, so my uh, my wife got one for me for my birthday, and we just kind of tooled around Los Angeles out of Santa Monica, and then oh, that's cool. Uh, when my parents were visiting us out in Los Angeles, I got them a flight with the same instructor because he was not hungover, um, <laughs> and uh, they went from Santa Monica and landed on Catalina, and then so, like oh, had awesome. lunch and stuff out there, and then came back, and they passed through like LAX and like. Anyways, my dad was like nuts over this whole experience. That's so, awesome. but yeah, that was so. I guess it's similar. <laughs> let's say similar to that, i.e., no hung and no hangover. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Well, I was I was supposed to take my discovery flight with the the school that I'm going to start going to here, and it's in Beverly, Massachusetts, not too far from where I am. And uh, unfortunately, there were gale force winds yesterday, and I guess they don't like to fly in those. Mm. So we we we've had to reschedule it, but. It, it's rescheduled for later this week. Hmm. Cool. So how? But uh, yeah. So, so okay. oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. So how? How? Uh, I know we're kind of going in and out of realities here. Yeah. But uh, yeah. as far as the the your real reality of the pilot's license, like what? Did, what type of um like how how long will that that take to to accomplish that goal? Yeah. So at this school, you need fifty two hours in the plane. I think something that can be in their simulator because they have a full cockpit set up for their simulator. Okay. Uh, you need 52 hours in, uh, worth of training from them to get your private pilot license. Now, that comes with a lot of restrictions. So I mentioned VFR and IFR earlier. VFR meaning visual flight rules. You can only fly when the weather's nice. So after 52 hours, that's what I'll be able to do. I won't be able to do like any Flying in the clouds, you're not allowed to do in VFR. There's a Ooh. lot of restrictions that you, have, that you have to do. So if you want to do any real traveling, which I eventually want to use this for, is, is to travel uh, and to fly around. Uh, I'll have to go for IFR, which I forget how many hours is, but it's a good bit of uh, additional schooling on top of that. So you start off for the, the private pilot license, the PPL. Everything is an acronym, by the way, in flying. Yeah. In every, there's My favorite is something called VOR which stands for VHR Omnidirectional Range. It has an acronym within the acronym. That's insane. It's, it's, it's terrible. But uh, to do the PPL, you know, it's, it's ground school. Um, it's a lot of old school navigation type things that you have to learn how to do. Like, uh, like old sailing navigation type of stuff? Kind of what it looks like, yeah. Like awesome. Stars. Nice. Exactly. And then so you go up and, you know, you're with your flight instructor the whole time and you're learning basic maneuvering, some safety precautions, you know, just getting comfortable with the plane and learning just the ins and outs of, of flight. Uh, so that's the first part of it. And then, like I said, after about 52 hours, you get the, the PPL, the ability to fly VFR. Okay. Do you have to do the ground school first or is it kind of simultaneous? Or it it's simultaneous. Simulta- oh, okay. No, it's simultaneous. Yeah. So will gotcha. this, so you expect that this, the years you have built into the simulation should help with ground school. Right. 
Like it'd be I, it'd be I, more helpful than like RJ or I, you know, going into this sort of coldish turkey, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that's the hope. Um, you know, I've been I've been doing this for about a year now, the flight sim stuff, and it's just it's amazing what you can pick up just by doing the flight sim and then there's a lot of great schooling that ha- that are available on YouTube. Yeah. Um, there, there, I mean, there's, there's a bunch. And you can learn a lot of stuff. It's just like studying for a test. You know, the more you're prepared, the easier something's going to be. Right. And the easier something is, the more you're prepared, the cheaper it's going to be as well, because it's going to require fewer hours to actually master that or get gotcha. that skill on record. Okay. Okay. No, I... That's interesting. I never thought about it actually getting cheaper, I suppose. But, uh, well, I mean, I wish you the best of luck with that endeavor. That sounds amazing. Yeah, what's the eventual goal? Is the is the eventual goal to be able to fly single-engine planes wherever you want, any time of day or weather type deal? Like, is, exact, is the second, exactly that. second tier? Is that where you can fly at night as well? You can fly at night as well, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, so basically... You know, the IFR stands for instrument flight rating. So you're, when they teach you, you actually put blinders on so you can't see outside. Sounds And safe. you're only looking at the instrument. Well, yeah, you're your instructor there with you. <laughs> wow. Are you nervous yeah. for the solo flight? I've seen the solo, it, people having to do the solo flight. Uh, yeah. It's terrifying. That... This whole ordeal is terrifying. The, you know, it's, it's, it's something I'm 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 excited about. It's something I've always wanted to do. But yes, I'm I'm very nervous for for the solo. Yeah, I think I would be too. Why are you doing this? I, and I ask been... that I ask that in sincerity because I am also very interested. I've always wanted to get my pilot's license. I'm mm-hmm. super into this. I mean, we have a goddamn podcast about airports. Mm. Exactly. But my my future goal is I have this like crazy romanticized dream of going and getting my uh my float plane rating i want to like oh. go to the week-long school and be able to fly a pontoon plane it sounds That'd so amazing cool to me it'd be amazing but but doing a solo flight sounds fucking scary and yeah. some of this stuff sounds kind of scary so i don't really know why i want to do it other than the like idealized like adventure of it yeah. Do you have a yeah. reason when people ask I, I, you? I, I do. I mean, only that I've always loved aviation and, and being a pilot has just been, you know, if, if I could do a career over again, I probably would have been a pilot. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason I want to get into it, one is for, like I said, travel. I want to be able to fly home to Kentucky and not have to drive the 15 hours that it would take. Yeah. That it did take when I drove home. So, you know, the travel with it's huge. There's, I've come across some of these organizations that, that um, you know, you fly rescue dogs to places that get, it's called like pause to wings or something like that, but you mm. can fly. So it's something, that being said, it opens up a world of opportunities for me. Like sure. it's something that, you know, it just, if I don't do it now, I'm afraid I'm never going to find the time to do it. So why not just go ahead and jump? 100%. So that's awesome. I, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, you have to, uh, you know, you have to, let us know when you can take RJ up and uh, we'll have to record, <laughs> record that first flight because uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm in. Amazing. So I used to yeah. go with, uh, actually, Michael Creed knows this person, our buddy Brian that we grew up with. Uh, he was my neighbor. Actually, Ty's met him too. We went skydiving together. Mm. But uh, <laughs> we jumped out of a plane together. Yes. Uh, and he, uh, he took, he got his private pilot in high school. And I would go with him after school sometimes and sit in the back and watch the instruction happening. But I remember the first time I went was on stall day where he learned how to power off stalls. Yeah. Mm. Scariest thing I've ever done. Scarier than any roller coaster I've ever been on. It was just, he would stall the plane out and this woman was his instructor and she had the most patience and the most faith in this machine (laughs) that I had been more than I had. And so it was, was it, was it, was it out of Bowman field? It was. Yeah. Yeah. And we did, did all sick? the stalls out of uh, over uh, Indiana. We like <laughs> flew over to Indiana, stalled a whole bunch over this like construction site, and uh, I didn't throw up, but I didn't feel good. Like I, yeah, uh, I think I would have felt better if I was flying, like if I had like something to do. But I was just sitting in the back watching, and my stomach kept going up into my throat. I have a friend who, uh, he's got his IFR. We're actually going to go out to, I don't know if you've heard of the air show, Oshkosh. Oh, yeah. We're going out to, we're going out to Oshkosh this year. And awesome. uh, he he has a tail dragger license. Um, Whoa. And so he went up and had a lesson the other day where he had to learn how to do spin recovery. And so he what? goes up, they do nose down, nose dive, spin. So the, the, he closes his eyes, the instructor puts him into a spin. He has to come out and then recover the plane. He said he's never felt sicker. Oh my, that's nuts. Well, so I guess one question about the, like the travel piece. So like, you know, within the my broader family, got some, you know, an uncle with an airplane, right? And you know, he has friends at airplanes, and they've done the like St. Louis to Oshkosh, you know, uh, you know trek let's say yeah pilgrimage but the only the only thing that they've really reported back to me is it just takes a long time because it's not like flying on a commercial airplane yeah. you're like stopping and refueling yeah. and stopping and refueling and oh, it's like yeah. it might take you like days to get to these places sometimes yeah, and you have to yeah you have to rely on the weather a lot more too you know you could be grounded just because the winds are too high yeah so yeah it's it's an adventure thing i don't it's you know if I hate it and I don't like it, then hey, I won't, I won't do it anymore. You got that? Uh, you got that life, life experience in the old that's Rolodex right. there. So no one can that's, take that's that. Right. Ass. It's super that's cool. right. Well, keep us posted on the uh, the private pilot. Absolutely. And you know, we we need to have you back on when it's like time for your solo flight or something. I, oh, I, I need to hear about how that is firsthand. Sure. It sounds so sure. cool. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, cool. And then send us pictures. Send me pictures, and I'll put them on the Instagram page when this yep. podcast comes out of your setup, like as much I'll as you're that. comfortable showing. Yeah. I want to see what oh. this yoke looks like. Uh, I want to see. So uh, just uh, for those following along, on our way to Bangor, Maine, where are we right now? Now that this oh, 39 see. minutes has Hurry passed. Up. Let me. Uh... All right. So I'm, I got my fourth flight right here. All right. So these are my, I got my iPad is connected to my actual flight. Okay. Um, so Michael, for just, those, for those who can't see, Michael Creed is yep. holding up a, uh, iPad with basically a map. It's, it's yeah. So this is, this is called four flight. You can use it to plan flights, track flights. Uh, oh, okay. We're actually not too far. I don't think we are. 
Uh, we're over New. We're, we're okay. We're over uh, Concord, uh, New Hampshire. All right. Well, it looks so like one of those we... iPads that the United and Delta people have that you just assume they're, you know, watching Coco Melon on or something like that. <laughs> so, but I'm glad you. I'm glad it actually checks out and you are routing. Was Coco Melon? How'd you know I was watching Coco? <laughs> Listen, it's just a lot of just bright, bright circles, bright colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, d- real quick, I saw the movie Plane. This weekend, you guys heard about this oh, movie, Gerard Butler, and Thoughts? fantastic. I mean, really? Yeah, I was surprised. It felt like okay. a '90s action movie, super simple, but the best, by far, it, probably before this was Castaway, but the best plane crash that I've ever seen. Uh, and and if you've seen the trailer, he lands it safely and has to save everyone. But it's awesome. I've been excited about this. I saw this. It's one of the wilder trailers that I've seen in a while. And yeah. It's this big, complicated trailer. And then at the end, it's just play. play. <laughs> it's great. It's probably the most genius title ever. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check it out. Uh, thank you, Michael Creed. Pleasure having you on the podcast. Please come back. Uh, good luck. All things real and simulated. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, I really so appreciate much. it. Thank, thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. And thank you, as always, Ty Piazza. Thank you, John Croteau, for the music. Please remember to rate, review, tell your friends about Sky Lounge, the podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any airport-related questions you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, head over to skyloungethepodcast.com. Drop us a note or send us an email at skyloungethepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, This was great, guys. Remember, while you're walking on the moving sidewalk, please stand to the right.